This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Joining me right now on the Schneider Orange Hotline, Best on the beat, covering those Milwaukee Bucks for The Athletic, and it's always my pleasure when I can welcome Eric Name into any show that I'm hosting. How are you this afternoon, my friend? Man, Joe, don't feel bad. I haven't known what a day is of the week for months now, so don't feel bad. <laughs> yeah, but you have an excuse because the Bucks have these goofy schedules, and I get that. I do Monday through Friday constantly, I'm, so I'm I don't gonna be, have an I'm going to be honest with both of you. The only reason I know what day it is today is because I'm working. <laughs> that's the only reason yeah but I, so i don't blame you i mean you're you have a full-time job you should be keeping track of the days i have i have an excuse i don't know what your problem is <laughs> eric uh let's get right into this bucks Giannis meeting i i think i read in that piece that you did for the athletic and great work by the way as always uh about the the inside scoop you and sam amick on that three-hour meeting between the bucks and Giannis, they have to sign a, a waiver or a contract saying that they can't talk about a Supermax extension yet? Is that right? That is correct. Uh, there are very specific rules about the things you can talk to even your own players about and the ways in which you can talk to said players about said things. Uh, the in this era of tampering, the the league has really gone out of their way to make sure that everyone is following the rules, and you know they're trying to make it as fair as possible. And the Bucks have to be super careful. Like John Horst got a huge fine at the start of last season because he said, like, "Yep, we're going to offer him the supermax as soon as we can," and and it was like a town hall meeting in in the Deer District when people could actually get together, right? And that was cool, wasn't that was, it? That was a fun. Yeah, it, getting together was cool. Seeing people was cool. Uh, but, like, that was a fun. So, yes, the rules are very specific, that even in this situation, they can't talk about the specifics of that okay, deal. But even, even though you'd be talking about the future of the organization and kind of what this may all look like. Two, two things about that. One... Is that done with a wink and a nod? Because how are they going to prove it? Like, does the NBA have a have a, have a recorder in the room? And two, if I'm the Bucks, even if I even if I get caught, I'm talking about what are you going to do? Find me for tampering? <laughs> I'm I'm asking Giannis about the Superbacks and trying to get clarity on this situation as soon as possible. Waiver or contract? Be damned. We're talking about this Superbacks extension. Uh, I think there's some uh, scouts honor here um, all, all across the board. Everyone has to. Uh, uh, say that they were playing above board and you know doing everything right, but uh, I think we would all be quite naive to think that anyone in any situation is not either tampering with their own players, tampering with other players, talking to other players. Uh, the NBA, NBA business gets done within 30 seconds of a fiscal year starting. 
I don't believe those teams have contract discussions that last 30 seconds. <laughs> right, I believe exactly. those teams have a pretty good idea of what's going on. So, yes, uh, there is some wink and nod in, in any of those agreements. All right, now let's get into the talks. Talking with Eric Name of The Athletic here on the Bill Michaels Show. Rami Makhlouf in for Bill uh, today and tomorrow. And and you you sort of break it down into what, what the major issues are in this article between, or I, don't mean, I wouldn't even call them issues, but matters of concern for Giannis and whether or not he's going to stay in Milwaukee long term. And the first one you bring up is a matter of trust between him and, and the ownership and the brain trust of the Milwaukee Bucks. And it, it sounds like that's there, right, Eric? Yeah, I think, you know, uh, whether or not you sign this agreement about talking about the Supermax extension or not talking about it, Giannis has been with the Bucks for seven years. He's been with this ownership group since 2014 when they took over for Herb Cole. So he's, he knows these guys inside out. And, you know, I think that was one of the, the kind of interesting things about this story when, you know, I kind of dug in and talked to people, you know, this, meeting i think initially because of how it was reported and you know kind of everything that happened with the bucks it was oh my gosh emergency meeting uh mark lazary Giannis got together and talked and really what i think you know we kind of found out uh you know as sam and i wrote this story and put together was that this felt more normal than kind of uh it was initially portrayed that you know when mark lazary comes to town, he's going to text Giannis and be like, hey, man, what's up? You want to get lunch? You want to you wanna get together? And, I mean, as two people that love food, I'm sure Giannis doesn't turn down someone buying lunch. Oh, uh, no, man, yeah. Especially a billionaire. Yeah. I would assume you eat quite well. Eric, honestly, um, so, when, when I read that this meeting was at Giannis's house, no joke, the first thought that ran through my head, and I'm going to let you finish that thought you just had, was, I wonder what the spread was. Like, I wonder what, <laughs> I wonder what Giannis puts out for billionaires when he has a three-hour meeting with his, with his technically his bosses at his house. But I'm sorry to interrupt. You just brought up food, and you know what that does to me. Go ahead. Honestly, it's like I've been dying to find that out. I've been, I've still been asking, <laughs> even though like the story is reported, like the story is out. I'm still trying to figure out what the spread was. So I bet there I was a charcuterie. I bet you there was a charcuterie. <laughs> You'd have to assume, right? Um, but essentially, kind of what you're looking at in this meeting is that you know this was pretty normal. That this was what they've built up over a long time, and because they have that relationship, I do think. You know, as we laid out, there's a lot of trust there that, you know, if Giannis says, hey, guys, I want to sign the Supermax, everyone will be very happy. They'll, they'll go and have them sign it, and they'll be happy to have Giannis in Milwaukee for six more years. Um, you know, if he says, uh, you know, I want to come back, but, you know, I want to apply a little pressure here. I want you guys to get some things done, but you guys are still the leaders in the clubhouse the Bucks will say, okay, that's great. We look forward to you signing in next year. Let's go win a championship. And, you know, if he says, I hate Milwaukee, I don't ever want to come back, which is not at all what is going to happen. Uh, but, you know, if he would say that or he would say, like, you, you know, I just think, you know, our time together is kind of run out, then I think the Bucks would take him at his word. And, you know, maybe they would try to figure out, at least ponder the idea of trading him. I don't think they would actually trade him. But, you know, they – this is a, a relationship built on six years. This is these guys knowing each other for a long, long time now. And I think there's a good bit of trust between both parties that 
Giannis understands kind of what the Bucks are after, and the Bucks understand what Giannis is after, and you know they're kind of working together on all of this. And I think that to me was kind of like the biggest takeaway was that obviously this is an off season unlike any other, right? That there is way more pressure on the Bucks. There is the the postseason failings the last two years. All of that is there. But, you know, this meeting was definitely a talk about, you know, the future and what happened and, you know, the team and where they are and all the things that you'd expect to hear talked about in this meeting. But it wasn't a place of concern or worry. Now, they also talked about the roster in this three-hour meeting between Giannis and the Bucks. talking with Eric Name of The Athletic here on the Bill Michaels Show. And when, when, when we talk about the roster, Eric, Giannis is, is a supremely – loyal dude and and has never expressed anything but love and 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 satisfaction from from his teammates and and what they bring to the court for him every night is it possible and i know i know he loves chris middleton and 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 fought and 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 campaigned for him to get the contract that he ended up getting is it possible that this dude is just so loyal that he he doesn't he doesn't want to throw those guys under the bus when he's in front of microphones but when he's talking to Mark Lazary and John Horace he's going look I I just don't know if this if these guys or maybe even this guy and that guy specifically are are the right fits around me or just a good enough supporting cast for me to win a championship do you think that that's what's being said behind closed doors because he's never expressed like I said anything but happiness with his supporting cast when he's talking to you guys. Yeah, and, you know, I think, honestly, kind of everything that I've ever heard about, you know, Giannis and his assessment of a roster is always based on kind of how I can do more. You know, I'm the best player. I have to – if we lose, that's on me. You know, I have to be the one that's better. And, you know, even in those closed-door meetings, it is still, I love these dudes. I want to win a championship with them. These guys mean a lot to me. And, you know, I mean, you bring up a guy like Middleton. There, like, there isn't a guy who's been through more with Giannis than Chris. Like, those two guys came to Milwaukee at the same time, fought for playing time in their first season in Milwaukee together, and, you know, kind of grew together. So I've heard even internally Giannis is still like that, but that doesn't mean he isn't, you know, immune to understanding that a roster could be better. Like uh, I, the the story I wrote in the middle of the season was you know kind of about how he for the first time last off season put on you know his recruiting hat and actually went out and recruited Wesley Matthews and Kyle Korver and again there's a huge difference between the Wesley Matthews and Kyle Korvers of the world and the Chris Pauls or whoever else in the world you know like those are not upper echelon players but. You know, that was kind of the first time that he's gone into that. But he still told me, he's like, you know, I don't get an extra paycheck for doing John's job. I don't get an extra paycheck for doing Bud's job. Like, I'm paid to play basketball. Those guys are paid to make the roster and coach. So uh, I still think, you know, even internally, I've kind of heard that it's still for him support for his teammates and trying to get better. But ultimately the recognition that they've fallen short the last two years. So uh, I don't think, you know, behind closed doors, it's like, this dude sucks, get him out of here, anything like that. Uh, But he knows that this roster needs to be better. What are some avenues, some routes that they could take to get better this offseason? If you got some names, I've heard the Chris Paul speculation and rumors that are out there. And Oklahoma City 
it looks like would be looking to move Chris Paul given his contract situation right now. Is that a real possibility, or or what other avenues might be out there to put a better supporting cast around Giannis? Yeah, no. One one thing that Sam and I reported is that the Chris Paul trade is pretty unlikely. Uh, you know, you look at his how large his contract is, his age, uh, and then you know just kind of the idea of bringing in another personality like that. Um, a strong personality in Chris Paul to try to mesh with Giannis. Like ultimately, when you are looking at these things, like Giannis is still going to have to kind of say he's not approving every move he's he said in the past. He doesn't want that responsibility. Um, but you know, like he, he, they are going to have to be like, hey, do you do you have do you like this dude? Like, are, are you okay uh, bringing this guy in? So uh, the Chris Paul stuff, I think, is pretty unlikely. I don't I don't think you'll end up seeing him in Milwaukee. But when you look at how to upgrade this roster, I think the big thing is how do you improve that point guard? Because Eric Bledsoe just hasn't been good enough. Whether it was his first postseason with the Bucks under Jason Kidd or the last two under Bud, he hasn't been he hasn't been good, and he's shrunk in those moments. And you know, I, I think year one his excuse could have been Jason Kidd isn't putting me in the right spots. Year two his excuse could have been. Uh, you know, I'm still getting used to Bud's system or, you know, whatever it may be. But year three, like, there's there's really no way to slice it. There's no excuse out there for him anymore. He has to be better in the postseason. And I think that's kind of one of the things that if you're looking at this Bucks roster, that's the thing that you circle. That's where you improve. And as far as avenues, obviously Chris Paul's the name that is out there. Um, you know, I think there's a number of teams in the league that would love to try to pry away Drew Holiday from the Pelicans. And I think it's going to be difficult because, obviously, the Pelicans have a guy in Zion Williamson that they are trying to build around and, you know, a team that they would love to improve. But Drew Holiday is probably a little bit on the old side for that young team that they're building with Zion Williamson and Brandon Ingram. Uh, and he'd be at the perfect age for the Bucks. Uh So, you know, I think teams are going to try to – see if they can make that happen, throw a couple first-round picks in there, maybe a couple of assets that fit into the timeline for Zion Williamson, and maybe that's a guy people try to pry away from the Pelicans. And then, you know, I think one of the more realistic names is, uh, you know, a guy in Derrick Rose who kind of resurrected his career last year in Detroit where he was, I think a lot of people, including myself, thought he was kind of done, done in the league. Like, yeah. it, it seemed like you know, he couldn't figure out the adjustment to make with his lesser athleticism, like, what do I do now? And he had a great year in Detroit last year. He's under a pretty reasonable contract. Part of me wonders, you know, if you bring him in as your second point guard, your backup point guard, even if he's coming off the bench or you could start him, whatever it may be, like, that's a dude that is good off the dribble, good in the pick and roll, and gives you a different look and a guy that wants the ball and wants to score in the postseason, which is just not what Eric Bledsoe has been. And to be clear, Eric Bledsoe is fantastic defensively, but it's very clear at this point the Bucks need to be better offensively in the postseason, and I think a lot of that starts at point guard. Inside the meeting that set the table for what's next for Giannis and the Bucks, that's up at The Athletic right now. Eric Name and Sam Amick, a great, great piece. And Eric, our guest for the last few minutes here on the Bill Michaels Show. Always a pleasure, my man. Thanks a lot, Eric. 
Appreciate you. I'll talk to you later. Yes, you will. And he joins us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. They're hiring drivers right now. They work hard. You work hard. They treat you fair for 80-plus years. They've been getting it done. Give them a call at 844-PRIDE or go to schneiderjobs.com. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.